The reading this morning is from Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 25 through to verse 34. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They they do not labour or spin, yet I tell you, that not even Solomon in all his splendour was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So the heading in the passage that we've just uh, heard from Matthew is do not worry. And I guess that's, for many of us, certainly myself, easier said than done. The current times are difficult for many people. Lack of physical contact with friends and family or just the general chit-chat with people in the queue at the supermarket or the bus stop. Maybe you're feeling lonely, have COVID or know someone who has, and you're worried for them. Maybe you've lost your job or through redundancy or are on furlough, worried about the future and struggling to put food on the table. And perhaps these changes and realities are something you have not ever experienced before. If that's so, I think that makes them all the more challenging and difficult. At a time perhaps when we need support from others, we can feel isolated and cut off. The words in this passage then are especially challenging and may sound trite, simplistic or uncaring. Jesus says to his disciples, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat, or about your body, what you'll wear. All very well, you may be thinking, and maybe the disciples were thinking this too. After all, they had left their livelihoods and what they knew behind them to follow Jesus. And if you're hungry and in need, being told not to worry is probably not something you can easily hear. Most of us equate the level of our material comfort, what we have, 
the ease with which we can feed and clothe ourselves with our personal peace and well-being. We look at others with a beautiful house, generally that's just one better than ours, a good car, regular foreign holidays and possibly feel envious or jealous of them. We live in a world driven by consumerism and our worth is seemingly often judged not by who we are but what we have. But Jesus' words challenge this understanding. He speaks to them, that is, our concerns of what we have or may not have, precisely because he understands that we do worry about material possessions, about what we wear and what we eat. Increasingly, people live on a treadmill driven by advertising to desire and want the next best thing. Dissatisfaction with what we have drives the next purchase, and yet the pursuit of wanting continues to leave us empty and dissatisfied, regardless of how much or little wealth we have. Food programmes on TV, of which I watch frequently, can give the impression that food itself is not enough, that we somehow need more than food, it needs to be dressed up and um, of a particular standard to satisfy us. And it seems for some it can become their whole life and focus. It's not wrong to buy goods or think about what clothes you put on in the morning, to want a job, to put food on the table for yourself and your family. But if you think about these things as giving your life meaning and hope, then you're following a delusional path, a fantasy, because all these things will, in time, perish and be lost. And that's what Jesus says. There's more to life than what we see and touch and feel. There's more to life than food and the body, more than clothes. Jesus tells us not to worry, first because by doing so we cannot add a single hour to our life. A dramatic way of saying that it simply adds nothing and in fact drains and discourages us. I uh, came across a quote from Arthur Summers Rich, who said this, Worry is a thin stream of fear trickling through the mind. If encouraged, it cuts a channel into which all our other thoughts are drained. And the second thing Jesus says is that we should not worry because if we look around us, we can be reminded of God's provision for us. He says, look at the birds. They don't sow and they don't reap. They have no storeroom. They have no barn. And yet God feeds them. And Jesus reasons that we are so much more valuable to God than the birds. They're part of his creation as we are. But we are his children and we are loved, cherished and cared for by him. 
Likewise, what we wear, that is what we clothe ourselves in, what we have is of no consequence to God. Because all we have comes from him in any case. Jesus says, look at the lilies of the field. That is all the variety of flowers and fauna in the world. I looked up, according to Kew Gardens, this was in 2016, there were 390,900 species of plants known to science. That's a few more yet for my wife to buy for the garden. Jesus says, look at all this, look at the lilies which are short-lived and see the beauty of those and remember God and see how he cares, how he provides for the birds and the flowers and trust in his provision for you. Jesus' answer to worry is not trite or simplistic. It is deep and powerful. What do you place your hope in today? Is that hope safe and secure or momentary and transitory? I believe that there is only one sure and certain hope, and that is the hope we find in Jesus. He comes to all who ask without fear or favour, not in judgment, and he clothes us in peace and feeds our spirits with good things, with joy and an eternal and everlasting hope. He brings light to our lives and eliminates the darkness. In John chapter 1 and verse 44, Jesus says, when someone believes in me, he does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. When he looks at me, he sees the one who sent me come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me shall stay in darkness. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save it. The answer to eliminating worry from your life is to turn to and trust in God. He knows what you need. God clothes us in his righteousness, so we are at one with him, and he promises to give us peace. If we live in accordance with his Holy Spirit, he will have our minds set on what the spirit desires and the mind controlled by the spirit, we're told, is life and peace. And all those worries that you have, all the worries that I have, can be brought to him. The Apostle Paul writing to the Philippians said this to them, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your minds in Christ Jesus. He wrote that to the Philippians, but it holds true now just as much as it did then. Society places worth and value in what we have but God places value in us for who we are. And you and I 
can cast our anxieties on him because he loves and cares for each one of us. <laughs>